you. Hallelujah. Good morning, everybody. Well, I'm going to have to wake you up. You know, I hadn't been up here in a couple of weeks, and you guys know I like a little excitement. I like to know you're here. You know, it's not, we don't come in here to take a nap. So how many of you came in here expecting this morning? That's right. That was a little better. I'll give you a little bit on that one. Amen. But how many of you know God's got something good for you this morning, right? I want to start by welcoming everybody that's here, whether you're in-house or online. You know, we get, uh, we get people that visit us online. A lot of, it's really surprising how far away people uh, actually view us, and uh, sometimes in other countries. And, and so I, and I always, uh, well, I, I often I don't recognize those people. But if you're viewing with us online, thank you for choosing to be with us, because I know there are thousands of places that you could be. But you chose here, and I believe that if you came expecting for revelation or for a touch from God, you will receive it, as well as those that are sitting right here in the house with us. Amen? All right. So let me just, I'll tell you what I want to do, you know, because we've been talking about a very important topic, and we're going to carry on with that topic, and that is just hearing from God. And, you know, this is, uh, uh, I tell you what, let's just start with prayer. Always good to start with prayer. Father, we thank you for this morning. We thank you, as always, for the wonderful time to spend in your presence, Lord. We thank you for the opportunity to take communion, Lord, to just remember what Jesus did, the redemptive work that he did on the cross for us, Lord. And we, we just thank you for it. We praise you for it. And, Father, we believe that as we come forth together in your house, Lord, and bring your word, as we bring that word, forth father you tell us that it won't it will not it will not be sent back void lord you will you will confirm it with signs or wondering father wonders father and we believe that anybody that come in here expecting to receive whether it be a miracle or just a simple restoration or touch from you father we believe that we're going to see it in the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. And Father, I do want to say, as I as this bring this message forth, Father, I pray that every person sitting here will open their ears to hear and their heart to receive. And as they do, Father, Holy Spirit, I pray that you are dropping revelation, and that revelation will be openly received. Father, we give, give you a shout of praise and a big fat amen for that right now in the name of Jesus. Amen. Glory be. You know, hearing from God is uh, its really strange, you know, and, and there's so much you can preach on this subject, but there are a lot of people in different places on what they believe on this. Some people don't believe that you can hear from God, you know, and I'll talk about that some more here in a second, but we believe you can hear from God. We believe that you can have a relationship with him. You should have a relationship with him and you should be pursuing communicating with him because God created a way for not only for us to communicate with him, but for him to communicate with us. And there are a lot of people that are living their lives, not even including him in the equation. What do I mean by that? They're, they're, they're living their life, bouncing around, doing what they want without ever consulting God. Now, I think if we're all honest, we would say that would be us. I know I've done that before, right? I knew there, there, there came a time before I got a revelation of the fact that I could hear from God. Right, because I was, you know, and 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 before I had that revelation, I thought that I couldn't hear from him. He, I thought that he couldn't instruct my life. 
right? It wasn't until I got into the Word and started learning the principles in here that God set forth for us to live by as He's working to establish His kingdom on earth as it is in heavens, in heaven which we are to be the rulers of, reigning of, because Jesus is the King of kings and we're the kings that are going to reign and rule in this kingdom, right? And He, But God made a way for all of this to come to pass, you know? But people... They're not consulting God. So to say you're not hearing from God, my first question is always, are you consulting God? Because there's a lot of people that in this life that are just doing what they want to do. Sometimes you've got to get yourself out of the way. And this is so important, guys, because it's hard to get ourselves out of the way. Because we have this flesh that wants to do what it wants to do. And we have our mind that's been programmed by the worldly ways. Right, and we got to bring all of that under into subjection to our spirit man on the inside of us. But it's hard. We want to. We want to do what we want. We want to have our relationship with our spouse the way we want to have our relationship. We want to. We want to raise our children the way we want. We want to. We want to find the job that we want. Right. We want to find the career that we want. We want to find the spouse that we want. We want to find. We want to live in the city that we want. I want to live on the beach just because I like the beach. But did you consult God on that matter, right? And, then, and I'm telling you, this, this is what, if you, if you see the chaos that's going on in the world right now, it's a, the majority of that is simply because people are not consulting God first. I mean, you know, we live in a selfish society. Wants to do what they want to do. I want to go. I want. As a matter of fact, people, there's a lot of people that are so con- confused. They don't even, when they pray, they're praying wrong. They're asking God for things that, number one, he's already done for us. That's why you've got to understand the redemptive work of what Christ did on the cross, right? And, and, and when you're asking for those things, God's like, I've already done that. Why are you asking that? Or you're asking things that, that he's made a way for you to do. He's like, mm, I'm not doing that for you. I've made a way for you to do that, right? Come on. They, and they don't understand that, 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 that when you pray, you got to ask God, but to, listen, you're not waiting on him to do some things. You're waiting on him to lead you to do it on a lot, in, a lot of, in a lot of situations. Amen? But so many people, are just, they live their life just bouncing around earth. Problems of the world hits them. You know, I guess they, they bounce around. They're marshmallow clouds, and it's just, you know, they just exist. And when the world punches them, they just deal with it the best that they can in their own natural thinking and in their own natural knowledge, and they, they fix the problems. And, and, and a lot of times they create messes because they make decisions uh, based off of choices they want to do without ever consulting God. Amen? But I want you to understand something today. You can hear from God. You know how you, you, when, you, when you were growing up, and some of you still have this comfort, how many of you just love the fact that you can go to mom and dad whenever you have a question? I think everybody in here would say that. I know I do. I know we have Michelle's parents here. We always, you know, when things are going on, you know, just at, no, out of respect and out of understanding the wisdom that they have from this life, we, we have that comfort that we can go to them and we can reach out to them and we can ask for advice, right? And in the natural, that's great. But one thing I want you to understand is there's a lot of similarities in our relationship with God 
and then what a biblical family structure looks like. Just like you can have that comfort of going to your father or your parent or your mother, and you get that comfort of getting that advice because that mother and that father wants to protect you, wants you to make good decisions, wants you to be safe, and wants you to to succeed in your life, and you can have that comfort of going to them. You can have the same comfort knowing that you can go to your heavenly father. Amen? Glory. You know what? Everybody stand up. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Everybody turn around. All the way around. Everybody look at me. Everybody stand on one foot. All right. No, well, we were going down that path. Now, I want everybody with a loud voice to give me a big shout of hallelujah. One, two, three. Hallelujah! All right. You can be seated. Why do I do that? Guys, I know life hits you. I know there's many reasons you come in here. And... And, and, you know, you've had a hard week. Maybe you're tired. And you come in here, and I see your faces. And I'm not criticizing anybody. I'm not picking anybody, you know. But God's got something for you this morning. I want to make sure you're awake. All right, listen, I know there's some people that can sleep. And I had a guy that I went through Bible college. It used to drive me crazy. He could sleep through the entire class. And at the end of the class, he, under, he, he re- retained every bit of information that, the, that the, the teacher instructed. And I just wanted to punch him in the, in the face. I'm like, are you kidding me? Because I just worked all night and I'm struggling to stay awake. Listen, I want to encourage you this morning to, to just hang in there. If you really believe God has got something for you, hang in there. Hang in there, yeah. right? Yeah. And, and, you know, I'm not criticizing anybody. I know how hard it is. I, I, <laughs> I work a lot, too. Amen. But I'm telling you, what we're doing here is kingdom business. This is important. This is so important. And it's not just important to me. It's important to you. Your heavenly Father wants to speak to you this morning. Amen. So I want, I want you, I just want to encourage you. Receive it. Receive it. Amen. So we're talking about hearing from God. And listen, people, I want you to get the revelation you can hear from God. And we're going to talk about, again, how the ways in God's going to, how God's going to lead you. And eventually we're going to get into, probably not today, and just how you understand whether what you're hearing is actually God or, is, or I call it the devil's voice or Satan's voice. Because there's two different, there's a lot of voices competing for your attention in this. Amen. And But you can clearly see in our society that people, they're not hearing from God. They're not even pursuing God to hear his voice. And you understand this when you look at, and there's so many different ways you can look at it. People are look, look just look at how unhappy people are in our society. There's a lot of unhappy people. And a lot of people are unhappy because they're pursuing worldly things to, to, to find that happiness. They're pursuing a job. There's so many people that hate their job right now. There's so many people that hate their job. There are people that are trying to find their happiness in a spouse. They're trying to, I have a friend of mine that he's on his third marriage and he's about to get divorced again. 
I try to preach life into him every day, and it's like him preaching to a brick wall, right? He doesn't hear. He's, he's, he's trying to find this, and, he, and it's because he's 30, about 30, I think he's 35 now, and he's, and he's, he's like, I just got to get married. I'm going to go kids. No, 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 no. But he's trying to find all this happiness. My point is, is he's trying to find it in his own way. And I even ask him, have you ever prayed to God about this? Have you ever consulted God? And I'm going to tell you something. If you're trying to find your happiness in your job, we live in a broken world. You're not going to find that perfect job. But there are people that jump, jump from job to job to job. This one didn't make me happy. This one didn't give me enough hours. This one didn't give me the time I wanted. This one, oh, it's just, you know, I just didn't like doing that kind of work. This one made me work at night. This one made me sweat too much. This one was hard. There's all these different reasons, so they go find another one. And their idea of finding a job is just going to indeed.com and just, you know, and going from there. And listen, I'm not saying a job can't bring you happiness or a spouse can't bring you happiness. But the important thing is, is you got to find the right one. You've got to, and listen, my point is, is God wants to lead you in every step of your life. Every single step. He knows the beginning from the end. He created you to succeed at doing something. He has a plan and a purpose for your life, and he made a way for you to do it. And the way to do it is by having faith and trust in him for the provision, for the perfect, for the protection of all of these things, and he made a way for you to hear him when he leads you, when you take steps of faith. But if you can't hear him, you can't move. Listen, there's a lot of churches struggling because people can't hear from God. God is saying invest, and people are like, that's mine. I don't want to know what that is. I don't want to hear you tell me what to do with my money. There are people in marriages that they're not supposed to be married to them. Now, that doesn't mean God can't turn it around. And make it work. I'm not saying, please, I shouldn't have said that one because somebody's going, I guess i got to get a divorce, you know. No. God will work all things out for your good. But I'm telling you, there are people that got into a marriage because maybe it was physical attraction, maybe it was some kind of sexual attraction, something other than God leading them together. And listen, that's dangerous. That's dangerous. And if you can't hear his voice, there's so many people right now, and they're in the wrong churches because they're following cultural Christianity. Yeah. And, you know, we've talked about this many, many times, and I mean, I keep bringing it up because this is just very simply the days that we live in. You know, Second Timothy tells us that there's going to be perilous times in the last days that we're in, and we've talked about this. Perilous times. I mean, there's going to be times where people are turning from God. And the thing is, is and that's the, big, that's the falling away that's going to happen. It is happening right now. And, and, and in order to protect yourself from falling into cultural Christianity, but that's just going to church somewhere where they, they, there's, there's no life in it. There's no God in it, really. They're just, just going to church so that you can check a box, so that you think you make God happy. And there's not really any, you're not gaining anything other than you're being at the most popular place to be. Amen. And I'm not calling any church out because there are, there are big churches where God is on fire and changing the world, but there's also big churches that it's all about cultural Christianity. What's popular? Amen. You're not going to see me wearing skinny jeans. I'm sorry. I know that's a vision, visual you don't need, right? But I'm sorry. I'm not, we're not, listen, church isn't about a performance. It's the way. My point is, guys, there's people doing things in this life because they haven't consulted God first. And 
And it's so, so important. You've got to understand, God never created us to be on our own. He created us to succeed at everything that we're doing. He's always wanted to lead his people. I'm emphasizing that God wants to lead you. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of people that think, no, I just do what I want to do, include God in the equation on Sunday. And listen, there's people that are successful that do that. I'll say that. There are people that are good businessmen that operate a business. Maybe that business has got a million, a couple million dollars of net worth. And they get really proud about what they accomplished in their own strength. And God actually made them to be a good businessman. But understand, he made every person with the gifts and talents that they have with the purpose of prospering, but prospering with the intentions of investing into his kingdom that he's establishing on this earth. Right, and if and my point is, is and I don't, you know, and I've heard this many times from people because they get they get money, and then they want to hold it, they want to hoard it. Ooh, you know, I don't want, you know, I don't want somebody to tell me what to do with our money. But the simple truth is, is the money you have, God created not only the ability in you to make that money, but in most cases, He created the opportunity for you to make that money. It's not your money; it's God's money. You are just called to steward that money as God leads you on as you walk out this plan in this in this life on this earth. And if you're not sowing that money into His kingdom, you may be successful. You may have a net worth of a million dollars. But I'm here to tell you, when you stand before God, you're going ask he's gonna ask some hard questions and I'll tell you this if you'll bring God into the equation and begin to consult with him and begin to sow financial seed where he instructs you to sow financial seed and glory to God your net worth will go from a million to a billion dollars because he intended on you to be the businessman he made you that way he gave you that natural wisdom but he wants your heart too Austin was talking about this the other night about how hard it is for the rich man to get into heaven because of the heart. you got to be willing to give it up. It's not that you never really give it up, but you got to be willing to give it up. Amen. And when, that, when God sees that heart, oh, my gosh. Amen. Listen, there's a lot of people in this life, they're doing things that they shouldn't be doing. They're in places they shouldn't. They're working places. They, they're miserable. They're working places that they don't want to be and. And, and it's all because they don't understand God's leading. Amen. God wants to lead. He desires to lead you. He de- when you have that relationship with him and, y'all are cl- and you're close, he wants you to pursue him just like he pursues you. He wants you to love him just like he loves you. That's it. And when you have that relationship and you grow together, he, hey, he created you with a purpose and a plan. He wants you to see it come to, to, come to pass, and he wants to see you walk it out, and he's made a way for you to do it, including communicate with you. And it's not an audible voice, and I have to say that every time because you don't know who's watching or who hasn't heard this message. God does not communicate with audible voices. I'm not saying he cannot We have to base what we believe about how God communicates with us on his word because this is the truth, right? And in his word, he is going to lead us by the Holy Spirit and by his word itself, right? Amen. God always has intended to lead his people. In the Old Testament, he led his people through the prophet, right? He gave that, you know, but... Thank goodness under the old, under the new covenant, because we're in a, a new and better covenant, thanks to Jesus, he leads us through the Holy Spirit. Amen. Romans 8, 14, for those who are led by the Spirit of God are the children of God. 
Listen, we're not, we're not supposed to just be wandering around here, bouncing around, wandering in chaos and, and just taking life as it, as it comes. You've got to take, take authority and take control of your life and begin to seek God. I do this every morning. Seek God. Where do I, what do I need to do? Where do I need to go? What, how, you know, I, I even get with him like, God, if there's anywhere I don't need to go, you need to let me know. If there's any road I don't need to drive on, you need to let me know. And whoever you need me to minister to, you bring them across my path. And Holy Spirit, you remind me when to speak, when to shut up. You remind me today, Father, I, 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 I ask you to show me how to spend my money. Show me how to invest my money. Show me where to sow seeds into your kingdom, into those that may need it. Show, bring them across my path. You know my heart. I'm willing and I'm ready. And I will obey when the Holy Spirit moves on me to do any of that. Amen. And that's what, the, and he, listen, God's going to lead us by his Holy Spirit. That's, it's, he, you know, we just, Romans 8, 14, he desires to lead us. But you know, one of the biggest problems with people understanding that is they can't get themselves out of the way. I mean, you know, we're, human beings are selfish. We want to do it the way I want to do it. We want to pray and ask God. Really, a lot of people, they pray to tell God how he's supposed to answer them. God, this is what I need. You know, this is what I need from you. Give it to me. Without any regards to are you pursuing a relationship,